2: Hour two Sean Hannity show 800-941-SEAN Our number you want to be a part of the program Uh, As we announced Actually had the first interview with uh, Dr. Oz making his announcement That he is running for the Senate In Pennsylvania I I keep saying there's a lot at stake Now less than a year away And that is that not only is the House of Representatives up for grabs Which would stop the Biden agenda Dead in its tracks uh, But you've got You know, you want to talk about bellwether, a bellwether Senate race. Uh, You've got Florida. You've got North Carolina. You got South Carolina. You got Georgia. You got New Hampshire. You got Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Ohio, Arizona, Nevada. I mean, that is a bellwether Senate election. And good candidates uh, are in, you know, Republicans, if they want to win these states, they better be putting forth good candidates. I've known Dr. Oz. All of you have known him. He's been on the show many, many times before, especially in the early days of of COVID. Um, I quote him still to this day. You you fight with the army you have, not the army you wish that you had. In other words, looking for any anecdotal information, therapeutics that might mitigate. Would we prefer uh, uh, peer-reviewed studies? Sure, but we didn't have time. We wanted to save lives. Anyway, he uh, put this ad out in the lead-up to his announcement.
3: My parents came to America to find a better life, and they did. I attended great universities, raised a family, and became a successful surgeon. I invented a heart valve that saves thousands of lives. Then I started a TV show to advocate for you taking control of your health and took on the medical establishment to argue against costly drugs and skyrocketing medical bills. But COVID has shown us that our system is broken. We lost too many lives, too many jobs, and too many opportunities because Washington got it wrong. They took away our freedom without making us safer and tried to kill our spirit and our dignity. As a heart surgeon, I know how precious life is. Pennsylvania needs a conservative who will put America first. One who can reignite our divine spark, bravely fight for freedom, and tell it, like it is. That's why I'm running for senate. I'm Dr. Oz and I approve this message. All
2: right, Dr. Oz joins us now. Uh, uh when we first had a conversation about this, I did tell you that, you know, you're you're stepping into a lion's den and uh, that this is a real blood sport. Um and I I I think I've been proven right already.
4: You're definitely right. You actually, to be honest with everybody, offered me condolences.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I did. I said you're out of your mind. Um, Let's first talk about your area of expertise, and that is medicine. And there's a great New York Post editorial today, No More Lockdowns, and specifically about Omicron. We're hearing from medical doctors in South Africa that are suggesting only mild symptoms are appearing with this variant, And but it may be more contagious. That's the early read on it. Your take.
4: We literally don't know anything. We don't know if it's more contagious. We don't really know if it's more of a problem if you get it. We don't know if it makes you resistant uh, uh, to infection, if you've been vaccinated or not. You know, and one of the things that's really despicable that I'm witnessing, and we've talked about this, and God bless you for carrying this baton, because one of the biggest problems in America, and one of the reasons I'm running, is you cannot say what you see with your own plain eyes anymore. And in medicine, people die when you don't say what you see. So early on, it was pretty apparent. We follow through now we see things changing that we never imagined before like the head of a major pharmaceutical company who makes the vaccine and therefore is a clear conflict of interest getting ahead of the news saying, you know, I don't know if we're going to work so well. We're going to try to make a new vaccine, so you can now get a different kind of booster once you've already had your current booster. Those are not conversations that ought to be had by people who have financial interest in the outcome. And unfortunately, we've begun to ignore all that. And there are other re- reasons that people shouldn't talk openly about some of these ideas without really doing their homework. If they believe they have an agenda that they want you shut down or they want to be able to control what you're saying, uh, then they'll say things that scare people, because when you scare people, They start to pull back a little bit. They'll start to take uh, instruction. And oftentimes what you find, and I don't know if you've experienced this in your life, but it happens in many walks of life, you're in in a scary situation. Someone grabs control and starts barking out orders, not knowing if those are the right orders. And so what happened with COVID was t- two weeks, right, to, to bend the curve, we had no idea what we were dealing with. Everyone said, okay, I'm in, you know, I'll take one for the team, I'll do what's necessary. That metastasized into this authoritarian overreach that now has conditioned many Americans, especially Americans on the left side of the aisle, to just want to believe this stuff. Some of the numbers are shocking to me. The average Democrat thinks the chance of you getting hospitalized with COVID is 30%. That's a massive number. The true number, by the way, is one, less than one-tenth of that. And so you get people scared. They begin to believe the narrative that's not true. This week, this week, and I'll get off my, my pedestal, the U.S. government's FDA panel, not even the FDA, the panel that advises them, finally, finally looked at the data on one of the pills that's been shown to dramatically reduce mortality and hospitalization from COVID. The first pill, almost two years in... Uh, that will be allowed to be prescribed to patients if they get covid my goodness we talked about this in the very early days americans will take pills doctors send patients home with pills that treat the problem we have pills that were available before covid started like the one that's discussed this week by the fda it's been in existence for years only now are we finally going to be able to give it to patients what happened how is it possible did that, that not reach our fingertips so we could prescribe it to our patients? It was already out there the whole time.
2: It's unbelievable. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm a little bit of a rarity because I believe in freedom. Um, I think the debate over vax or not vax is over. But I also believe in medical privacy and patient, uh, doctor-patient confidentiality. And I, I think most people have made up their mind on it. Um, I don't want to spend all the time on COVID because we could talk for five hours on it. <laughs> I want to I want to first get into the issue of, you know, here you are, one of the most successful uh, syndicated programs on television. And and that is usually for the host, the most profitable area to be in, in, in terms of the marketplace, in terms of financial success and everything else. Um, and you've had this show that has been highly successful and you're giving all of this up now and you're giving it up. To run for the senate and throw yourself into this blood sport called politics my first question is why and then we can talk about you know very specific positions you have
4: i want to serve my country everything you said is true and many of my friends really did write me offering condolences they were thoughtful and honorable in their notes, but they're basically saying, what's wrong with you? Why would you give all that up? The comfort of, a, of an existence where people aren't criticizing you or making stories up about you, uh, the ability just to just go to work and earn a living, a very, very good living that you've worked your, hard, your, your whole life to set up. My parents were immigrants. They came to this country. They ran from the darkness that was out there and came to this country to the bright light that we offered. And I owe a debt. And I want to pay my debt. And serving my country, which I hope to do if people vote for me, is a way that I can show up in the lives of people who deserve help. And I got to say, I I was successful on television because I fought to empower you, the people listening to this show right now. I fought to empower my patients. I took on Big Pharma. I had major companies boycott me for years because I said things that were truthful about the way that drugs work with other drugs, the interactions that you can't predict, and the fact that we're too dependent on them. I took on big technology. I literally went to the Senate to take on Facebook, Amazon, uh, you know, the the guys who I thought were perverting the system, in particular because they were, you know, lying about advertisements, about me and many others. And I realized how difficult it is when you have big, powerful entities thwarting the rule of law. I took on big agrochemical companies. I've got the scars to prove it. And I cannot be bought, Sean, as you know. I just will go to the mat for my patients and for my viewers, and I hope now for the voters of Pennsylvania. But if you don't do it now, when are you going to do it? What are you going to do hoarding all this when people are climbing over your walls because they're starved for honor, for dignity, for a job? And I would be angry, too, if I was much of America. America deserves better, and I want to be part of that movement.
2: Let me ask you, because already the attacks have have begun pretty much full force, Uh, claims that you don't live in Pennsylvania, claims that you support red flag laws and you don't support the second amendment. Uh, why don't we start with those two and, and then I'll go down a list and, and we could go through it rather quickly. You can give me a, you know, quick summaries of where you stand.
4: I grew up uh, just over the border south of Philadelphia, where I am now. I went to medical school at Penn. I went to business school at Wharton. I met my wife. Uh, married her in Philadelphia, which was the best thing I ever did in my life 36 years ago. Had two kids in Pennsylvania. And uh, came, I mean, we moved back home, where my wife's family's been for 100 years, uh, last year. I loved coming back home, and I love Pennsylvania. So I, I just... Don't see the arguments.
2: So your job took you out, out of, of New York, by the way. It took me out of I grew up in Long Island, but I lived five years in Rhode Island, five years in California, two years in Alabama, four years in Georgia. You know, and then I, I kind of got lucky and, and it got hired by Fox News when it first went on the air. But the odds of me making it back to New York to to follow my dream, which was radio at the time, uh, my odds were not high. Um, all right, let's go through a list well, of well, issues let me,
4: let me here. To, let me let me answer your gun question because that you know that yeah. has come up. Uh, I, I'm strongly pro the Second Amendment. Uh, I I I believe that people ought to earn uh, uh, their dignity in life in many ways one of the ways is you get a gun you're allowed to have it it's in the constitution for a reason there's no way around that Uh, and there are many smart things we can do with our guns like protect ourselves i own a lot of guns i have a carry concealed gun license uh, in pennsylvania and so and i don't think there's going to be a huge debate among the people who are going to vote for me about guns we're all supportive of them
2: Quick break, right back, more with Dr. Oz. He just announced his candidacy. He's running for the Senate in the great state of Pennsylvania. More on the other side, 800-941-SHAWN, our number. You want to be a part of the program.
5: The world is becoming more and more unstable by the day, and many Americans are not waiting around to find out how bad it could get. They're making the decision to diversify their wealth with precious metals like gold and silver, and they're turning to the top-rated precious metals company, Goldco. Gold Co. is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner with over 5,000 five-star reviews, and they've helped thousands of Americans place over $2 billion in gold and silver. They're Sean Hannity's top choice, and right now they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver. But it's first come, first served, and only while supplies last. So don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today. You may qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver. So don't wait. Don't let this chaotic world get in the way of your goals. Go to HannityGold.com. That's HannityGold.com. HannityGold.com.
0: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico.
2: all right as we continue with dr oz who just made his announcement he's running for the republican nomination for senate in the great state of pennsylvania let's talk more let's start with one big issue we see the president is putting, pushing is build back better new green deal socialism, uh, higher taxes, corporate taxes, uh, taxes, pretty much capital gains taxes. Uh, we see the impact that the policies have had on the economy. They've not been good. Um, where do you stand on taxes? Or do you, do you support raising any? Do you support cutting any? Do you support? lessening the burden of regulation that seems to be a stranglehold on on many businesses these days
4: I think I can spend more, my money better than the government can spend my money. And I suspect just about everyone listening would agree with that. I would not raise taxes. And I definitely don't think we should throw money at uh, at problems uh, that, that are going to put us more in debt. The, the, this, the issue with debt is is not just inflation. And inflation is a vital problem. And I bet it will be one of the biggest issues for voters in the next cycle and, and, and because it, it erodes your savings. And you remember, jobs are not just about dignity. And they, they're critical for that. And they give you purpose. But they, they're important for savings. So you actually have something in your family that you can pass on. But when that's eroded by, by inflation, it strips the very guts out of the working man's life and it brings incredible stress into their lives as well because you don't control your destiny. It doesn't matter how much more you earn because the debt's gotten worse. But I want to take it one step further. The big problem with $29 trillion of debt is you start to challenge the validity of the U.S. dollar. Let me just explain this because it's really critical. This is a national security issue. Our country is able to do what it does because the entire planet says the U.S. dollar is backed by the power of the U.S. government. They're good people. Americans will always defend their currency, so we're going to use it as our currency. right? People trade their stuff to get dollars. If the U.S. dollar no longer has its value, people don't trust it, you no longer can just print dollars. You then be run into a crisis, which, believe me, other countries would love to see, where the dollar no longer becomes the currency of the world and then you start to threaten the basic economic uh, structure of our nation these are issues that are not just you know esoteric may never happen it will happen believe me this is what bankrupts countries which is why we have to defend our economy by being responsible nobody running a household would ever run up this kind of debt they would never think about it we keep throwing money at this because feckless leaders are unwilling to make the difficult decisions
2: where would you stand advising consent as it would be part of your role to choose uh, justices, for example, to serve on the Supreme Court. We have this big uh, case, the Mississippi law prohibiting abortions after 15 weeks. Uh, arguments were heard yesterday, um, and right now, Roe uh, allows for 22 to 24 weeks for legal abortion uh, with medical advancement. Many make the argument that uh, these, what is growing inside of a woman is viable at 15 weeks. And that law would restrict abortion after 15 weeks. Where do you stand on your, you know, what, what are you looking for in a justice? And do, what do you feel about this argument?
4: I'm 100% pro-life. I'm a doctor. I believe in the sanctity of life. And President Trump appointed constitutional justices, which is just what I want. Do you I make
2: any exceptions for rape, incest, or mother's life?
4: Yes, the three exceptions, especially the mother's life. You'd never want to put one life in danger for another if you can avoid it. And rape and incest, obviously, are concerns that many Americans would share. But but other than those three exceptions, I'm, uh, you know, I'm 100% pro-life. And I do want the justices to make their decisions based on what the Constitution says. It is a beautiful document. As people understand the history of our country and the importance of the Constitution, they'll realize why people like me and you feel so strongly about that
2: all right we got to take a break we'll come back dr oz is uh, with us uh, we'll go through a list of other positions where he stands on it this race in pennsylvania is very critical if the republicans have any chance of taking back the senate uh in less than a year now uh he's thrown his hat in the ring he's he's in looking to get nominated it is a republican candidate Eight hundred nine four one sean our number if you want to be a part of the program quick break right back What everyone really thinks in DC. This is the Sean Hannity Show. I right, twenty five now till the top of the hour, eight hundred nine four one Sean, our number you want to be a part of the program. I keep telling everybody this this is a tipping point midterm election coming up in less than a year, and not only can the Republicans retake the House, which would stop the Biden, you know, build back better new Green Deal socialism disaster. Uh, but the Senate is up for grabs as well. You have every swing state in play. Florida, Georgia, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, New Hampshire, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Arizona, Nevada. I mean, it doesn't get any more bellwether than this. And uh, we have on the line, uh, he just announced his candidacy in Pennsylvania. Dr. Oz is willing to walk away from a lucrative television career and serve the people of Pennsylvania. That was one thing that caught my attention and the conversations we had uh, leading up to your announcement, because we did have a number of conversations about it, and I told you you were crazy to run. That it's a it's a very dark world, the world of politics, um, and you you kept saying over and over again, "I want to serve the people of Pennsylvania," and it. But you said it so often, it kind of it, it caught my attention, and I'm like, "Huh?" Most politicians really aren't serving their constituents. They, they seem to love to be called a senator or governor or congressman or woman. And you've had fame. You've had the money. You've had all of that. You don't need this crap, to be very honest.
4: Well, you're, it's, it's interesting you say that because my wife and I were talking about this last night. Lisa was your biggest fan. And uh, I said, I just want to be called doctor. I've earned that. I studied hard for it. I, you know, and it's a, it's a calling. I love that. I know I don't ever need to be called senator. And one interesting thing about entering the race is, despite all the you know the, the, the wacky articles written about me, I'm getting called by all these big magazines. I've been invited on every late night you know, comedy show, every morning news show, and, you know, all these big magazines. I'm not going to do any of them. First of all, I've done them all. You know, it's like effervescent bubbles coming out of a soft drink. The first sip tastes good, but there's no depth to that. The joy, the deep, passionate... uh, feeling of good that comes from helping others unimaginable when I sit in the operating room and look at the patient that's, that's across from me and we connect which is what I do always because I never want to go to the OR with that, without that patient knowing I care about them and nobody else that's the Hippocratic Oath that's the bond that gives me that, those chills that makes you feel like life is worth it that no matter what's going on outside of that there's something so special about each other that's why I, I spoke in that commercial you kindly showed in the beginning that we need to see the divine spark in each other there 's something unique about who we are, and we all have it, and sometimes we forget it in the morass of craziness that happens i don 't care about anything else but that spark being lit up again in our lives and serving your fellow man and which I will always do and i 've always done is a way of doing it doing it as a, as a representative of the people in government offers a lot of opportunity. One of the reasons I thought I could serve in this context is that you know in the state of Pennsylvania is that I have 94% name awareness, so I don't have to say crazy things to get noticed. I can say things like we've been talking about now that most people are probably, I hope, uh, nodding their heads yes and saying, you know, I get that. I'm for that. Or I don't agree with him, but I'm honored that he said it because he believes it. Those are all fine with me. And I don't want to be saying things and dancing around private interests. And I represent you, only you, and that's the only goal I have.
2: Let me ask you, um, I think one of the worst decisions Joe Biden made was, you know, giving up energy independence. It's now resulted in him on multiple occasions begging OPEC to increase production of oil. We're paying about a buck, 50 more a gallon, 20, 25, 30 bucks more to fill up your tank. It's a lot of money. It's disproportionately negatively impacting the poor and the middle class in this country. Uh, it's adding to the, the, the inflation problem. We're now at a 31-year high with inflation. Uh, it's also an important. Um, it's very important to the economy of Pennsylvania. Where do you stand on energy, energy independence, fracking, oil, gas, coal?
4: Energy independence is not just a nice thing to say and wouldn't it be nice. It is a national security issue. You can't go through uh, and fight the battles we have to fight in this world to keep America and what our values preeminent unless you have energy independence. Um, Fracking is something I've looked at very carefully. You can spread all kinds of rumors about fracking, but it works. Uh, It it seems to be able to do things that otherwise we wouldn't be able to do in keeping ourselves energy independent. And it should be a major force of our country to make sure that we take advantage of every tool to stay energy independent, reexamining every opportunity out there. But I'll tell you one thing for sure. As a scientist, I'll say this. The Green New Deal is a dishonest program. It's not about is it worth the money or not, or will it work for global warming? It can't be done the way it's currently designed. The technology does not exist. The batteries aren't there. The elements that we would need for the battery power are controlled by primarily three countries, which are despotic countries. So we we will be ceding the control of the energy supply of the planet to countries that we can't trust, and they can't even do it for several decades. So forget about spending money on investing. Of course, they want to spend money on green approaches, and we want to spend money on making carbon more efficient and better for the environment. All those things need to happen. But we should not put blinders on, because the op-ed pages of liberal media say we got to do this way, otherwise we're bad people, and ignore the massively destructive effect of giving up on carbon-based fuels. Make them better. Make them work for us. In the meantime, we can develop the green tools. But it will take us decades.
2: Let me move on to the issue. You mentioned your parents both uh, came to this country legally. Uh, they came from Turkey. Um, I, I have been reading people attacking the fact that, that you have dual citizenship with Turkey. I want to give you a chance to address immigration. And, you know, welcome to the world of politics. You get attacked for everything.
4: I was born as a dual citizen. My parents were Turkish. I was born in this country. And both countries, but they're allied countries. uh, Turkey is the largest force in NATO. It is the southern protection against Russia. And so growing up as a dual citizen, I was uh, obligated to serve for two months in the Turkish army. Otherwise, I would never be allowed to go back to see my family in Turkey. So my father at the time, this is, I was, you know, a, a a kid just fresh out of college. My father uh, called it to the, the American uh, embassy, and they said, yes, it's an allied country. He's allowed to do it. He will not compromise his U.S. citizenship. I served my two months, um, and when I got out, I, you know, I, I, I had the choice. I came back, lived in America for the rest of my life, doing what I want to do, which is to serve people living in this country, a country that we have huge debt to. I'm very proud of that. I've gone back and tried my best to help when there are humanitarian crises. I've lectured. I've done surgery in Turkey. I helped with the Syrian border, where there were refugees, millions of people fleeing. And I even
2: noticed that. you got attacked for that doing, you know, humanitarian I know. work.
4: I mean, I'm going trying to help human beings with nothing. Um, we actually, they have the best refugee camps, not that you want to have refugee camps, but the best refugee camps in the world, acknowledged by the United Nations in southern Turkey to take care of these poor people fleeing from a, you know, a terrible war that has been, had been raging there, still continuing in some places, and I'm going to do that. I will serve people. It doesn't matter if the people that are out there attacking me say things that are half-truths or blatantly dishonest. Why would you not want to help people with nothing?
2: Let me move on to the issue of immigration just more specifically. I support legal immigration, but I would say that we we need some caveats. We learned a lot from this pandemic. I think you need a health check. Right now, illegal immigrants, there's no COVID test. We're told, oh, because they're not going to be here very long, and that turns out to be a lie, um, and they don't have vaccine, quote, mandates for illegal immigrants either, and they're moving uh, illegal immigrants out of these overcrowded cages in the middle of a pandemic that Joe Biden built uh, into every state in the country. Um, I, I support, for example, legal immigration. I don't really care where you come from. As long as we check that you don't have radical associations in the middle of a pandemic, that would include a health check. And the third thing I would want, is to ensure that people show that they have the financial means of taking care of themselves while they are here, um, and then welcome to our American family. I think it's that simple.
4: Uh, It's hard not to agree with everything you said. Let's just go through it a little bit. Uh, First, the narrative of what's happening at the border. This is a cartel-organized human trafficking operation. These people are paying a lot of money, the only money they have in the world many times, to cartels who are putting different colored wristbands on them and shipping them across our border. And the reason the cartel is able to do this is it works. Right, we have the opportunity to shut it down. We don't. Carton makes money. By the way, they're also trafficking drugs. Had a hundred thousand people die this year so far of opiates, which is another horrible consequence of our mismanagement of the pandemic. But if you look at the reality, what's happening on the border, it's, it's not what you're reading on the front page of the of the of the media. It's it's actually what I'm describing. Well vetted, and we're putting our law enforcement at the border in an untenable position. You can't have people come into the country and then say, go off and come back if we when we call you for your hearing. They don't come back. It's like an IQ test. And I think these are the kinds of misguided judgments that are hurting us. I think what President Trump did made sense. Force people to stay on another side of the border, in this case, the southern side of the border, until we decide that you meet asylum criteria. Otherwise, our law system, our legal system isn't co- able to cope with this. There's no way we can test all those people and make sure that they're within the window of security and then ensure that they're getting what needs to be done for that. In fact, they just join into the social programs of the country, get full care. You know, and I, there are many countries where the best health care available is a plane ticket to the U.S., And they literally say that. (laughs) Get on a plane, fly to America, they'll take care of you.
2: Quick break more with Dr. Oz just announcing he's running for the Senate as a Republican in Pennsylvania. Eight hundred nine four one Sean, our number. Lindsey Graham at the top of the hour. Our Republicans gonna buckle again and help Schumer and the Democrats. We'll get to the bottom of that. As we continue with Dr. Oz, he just announced his candidacy to be the Republican nominee to run for the Senate in now less than a year in the great state of Pennsylvania. Let me ask you this, because I'm I'm a big believer that this world is filled with a lot of evil. I believe that Russia is a hostile regime. Putin, a hostile actor. The Iranian mullahs, God forbid they ever get nuclear weapons. I I believe their radical ideology and, and nuclear weapons are a prescription for disaster. Um, I'm concerned about Kim Jong-un. I'm very concerned about China, especially the aggressive flying of fighter jets over Taiwan airspace. Their talk of reunification with Taiwan. I don't like Putin building up his troops along the Ukrainian border. It looks like an invasion is forthcoming. Uh, Joe Biden doesn't seem to have any interest in confronting these issues head on. That concerns me. I'm a big believer to sum it up in peace through strength, but I want to know what your philosophy is.
4: We need a muscular foreign policy. And it's not just a nice-to-have kind of thing. I mean, my show, you kind enough to mention it earlier, uh, I, I, my show's aired in over 100 countries. i visited many of these countries. When you go to these different big, big media outlets, you know what they tell me? Please fix America. And I say, well, you know, we're, we're trying to. Why do you care so much? They say they care because we are the guiding light for them. We're the lodestar. But they're having a problem in Singapore, they say, gosh, I, we know democracy works because America has one. Let's Fix ours. If America doesn't succeed, it no longer is a shining hill on the uh, uh, city on the hill. Then people start to think that democracy won't work because there's no example of it working as well as it works in America. So we need to be on our best game to lead the work, the, the world, to allow it to do what it needs to do to become more democratic like we are. Every example you mentioned in Bob's countries who have an opposite uh, uh, goal, and remember, they're not trying to make peace with us. They're not trying to figure it out and work around and you know, trade with us. No, in their mindset, they must destroy us. And I'm not being paranoid. It literally states that. That's how they reinvent uh, and recreate their ideology. It must destroy capitalism and the United States for that reason, because with us in the way, their way can't be the best. So these are existential battles that we're going to have to cope with. And the more we can unify as a country, the stronger we'll be to deal with that. And a good example is sourcing critical resources, what paralyzed us in COVID. And like I was with you, Sean, you've, you've, you've acknowledged, but let me just praise you for a second sean would call me at three in the morning which i didn't mind because he was trying to save the country and we would talk about getting ventilators or how are we going to get more you know protective gear or what's the best tactic to cure people who are dying we had friends both of us in icus we're tag team calling people just trying to save lives You know, trying to get resources well, you,
2: were call, you were calling foreign countries and trying to find out anything that they see that might be working to help people to save lives you made the calls i was getting the information from you um, I do have to run. Um, uh, we obviously kept you longer than we asked for. Um, but this race is pivotal. Um, and I wanted i'm I'm reading the attacks and I'm seeing what's going on. It's all predictable. Um, and it's all part of a game that people play, but you know what? The country is in bad shape. And I'm looking for people with the right philosophy that'll stand on principle and and really are wanting to go to to serve and for the right reasons and help people. Uh, and I'm listening to you, and I'm hearing that, and and it's refreshing to be honest, because I interview a lot of politicians, and, and most of them are out for themselves. But that's just my own criticism. But uh, we're going to follow this race very closely. Uh, Doctor Oz running for the Senate in the great state of Pennsylvania for the Republican nomination, and uh, then a year from now, less than a year from now, we'll have a an election, and this is a must-win state for Republicans. Um, we wish you the best. Thank you for sharing your time, your thoughts. And uh, being so forthright on uh, where you stand on the issues, we appreciate it.
4: God bless you, and thanks for all your wisdom.
2: Eight hundred nine four one, Sean, our number. You want to be a part of the program? Quick break, right back.
5: Vicks and crest plus check out new items like mr clean magic eraser ultra thick multi-surface cleaner no more sponges or other cleaning products needed and head and shoulders Bare soothing hydration shampoo a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients offer expires march 26 restrictions apply promotions may vary visit safeway.com for more details joe biden wants you taxed to the brink
2: Born on America's darkest day, 9-11-01, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they have been helping American heroes ever since. Now, when a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children, they're left behind, old Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home and they lift that financial burden. Now, for catastrophically injured vets and first responders, old Tunnel to Towers, they build mortgage-free smart homes and that enables severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. And through their foundation's Homeless Veterans Program, Old Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and needed services to homeless vets. More than 3,000 helped in 2023 alone. And, of course, the Foundation's 9-11 Institute is helping teachers educate kids about our darkest day in this country. We hope you'll join all of us here at the Hannity Show and join their mission to do good and never forget 9-11 and these sacrifices. They're asking all of us to commit 11 bucks a month, so this great work continues. It's the letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org.